Hello, this is Fawn Town, and I just wanted to thank you all for joining me on this week's episode of Every Little Bit Counts. On this week, I have a special guest. It's actually my first guest on my podcast, and hoping and looking to do more in the future where I have guests that can come in and speak about their work and what they do. And this week, I have Micah Ketty joining me this this episode. She is based out of the Netherlands, and Micah and I have met while training in our medical intuitive course with Deepal Shaw, and since then, there's a handful of us that have kept our connection. We've done additional training like spiritual response therapy, and we continue to meet up, talk, expand on our knowledge in the healing space and lift each other, support each other. And Micah has been a truly beautiful gift in my life personally, and also someone as a healer, as someone that is trained and been working on these modalities, so impressed with her abilities and how she connects and what she taps into it is someone that I truly look up to and admire as a healer and learn so much from. So I just want to jump in and, and Mike, is there anything that you wanted to comment about as we kind of talk about some of our modalities or, or how you feel about how we connected? Yes, sure. Well, first, thank you for having me here, Fawn. It's a real pleasure to be here and to participate in your beautiful podcast series and yeah you know i i, I when i look back back at our medical intuitive course uh, uh, it is with so much joy because i met all of you and especially you and i started the course because i just i just started my healing business it was about two years ago and just like you, I have a totally different background. I uh, worked as a lawyer. I worked as a management consultant. I uh, did a lot of executive coaching and I worked for companies like KLM Airlines and big companies in the Netherlands as well, like a big leasing corporation and all other kinds of like real, well, it was the real corporate life, you know, just as you know yourself. And then I, after, well, during the Corona pandemic, I started with my healing business and then I realized that I always have uh, been doing a lot of courses, trainings, modalities in my, in my spare time, just out of interest, uh, but that I never really did something with it professionally. Well, you know, I worked on, on like my friends and when I was in meetings, I, I worked with the energy to make sure that the communication would go smoothly and that there were no blockages and that I could like, you know, also at corporate level, I addressed everything uh, like underneath all the energies that are like the undercurrent. But then I thought, well, you know, I never do something real with it. And then I thought, well, maybe something is missing from my curriculum. And that's that I did a lot of modalities and I, I worked, uh, I, I took a shamanic course and I did all kind of like energy work. I was trained as a professional aura reader and it was a real long training. It was a five year long training. But then the, the, for me, the missing piece was like, 
you know, the medical stuff. So how can you tune into someone's body to see where the blockages are, to help with what they are experiencing, you know, the disease they have or the discomfort. So for me, that was like uh, the missing piece. And part of the course was like a little bit uh, overlapping with what I already already knew with the, the, the focused approach on really zooming in at the human body and the physical body and then the connection with the energy system was yeah i really liked it and uh, it was a good addition for me to what i already what i already had in my toolkit did that help you kind of decide and determine that you were ready to move on to be able to like making it your full-time business something that you could go out there with and and actually work with clients is that your like launching pad or something that you felt was yeah. your launching pad yeah you can see it like that and it was like you know that i was searching for the label to 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 be able to put on my work and because i did so many modalities it was also like you know well you know it wasn't all over the place but i could choose from so many techniques so many healing methods but then to make it interesting for a client, it has to like a link to something they, they experience. So, you know, it has to link to something that they feel in their body or that they, they feel that they are blocked from. And, and, and also something practical and concrete. And that's also how I like to work. You know, I, I always like to keep it practical so that people can work with the, the things that I, I help them with in their, in their lives as well. And that it's not like, you know, at a woo-woo, very high-end level, but that it's just yeah. at, at, you know, a grounded level, that it's something you can understand, that you can understand the, the patterns that are holding you back or, you know, the trauma that you are suffering from and that you know why it manifests in the way it does in the present. And, and that's what I always loved. And when you can pinpoint it to a, like a medical or a physical issue, it makes much more sense to a client. I, I agree with you. And actually, I would say that I had, I had actually gone to Depot to do healing on myself. And I was impressed with the modality in that capacity. And that's kind of how I eventually was like, I'm gonna take this course because wow, if if I can share and utilize these gifts and abilities and do this work with people that have end up being my clients, how incredible is that? And then expanding like the whole thing, like Deeple, than you, than me, and everybody else who takes these courses that goes out there and works on people to help them release and 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 heal within, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally. I just feel like we're expanding on and building on. So the more of us that learn and grow and can do this work, the more people that we reach and tap into and can heal. And that's something that I was very drawn to and wanting to be a part of on my journey. For both of us, we went on to spiritual response therapy. And I uncovered spiritual response therapy when I had sought out a Reiki master to work on my son. And she did a spiritual response therapy session on him. And I was like, what is that? What are you doing? And and my son was like, he totally could feel it, the energy of it. And I'm like, this is crazy. And she had this whole book of charts and a pendulum. 
And he was telling me all these things he was experiencing as he had the work done on him. And then I went out and reached out to have spiritual response therapy done on me by a practitioner. And then I brought it up to you and a few other individuals and we went into that class. And what I liked about it is the fact that you're going into, and I know some people question if there's past lives, but going into your past lives, your inner child work and working on the Akashic records, that level and going in and releasing those blocks and programs that are no longer essential and necessary for us in this lifetime. Um, what pulled you in and what drew you in when I mentioned spiritual responsibility? <laughs> <laughs> well, you pulled me in. <laughs> you are so cool. <laughs> Yeah, because first I was a little bit hesitant because you know at at one point uh, at one point in your life there come there's this this point that you think well how many courses am I going to take you know and because yeah. I took courses so I was like thinking about am I going to spend the money on this and I mean I would love uh, to do a course with with you and and the other ladies and but then it really should be value for the money. But I'm so grateful that you literally pulled me in because uh, <laughs> I use it every day, you know. It's my first thing to go to when I have a new client. And I usually take like two or three minutes and ask the client what it is that I can help them with. And usually mm -hmm. it's totally different, something totally different than where, where they thought they, they, what they thought they would, that would, would be addressed. So then I feel into the energy and then I say, okay, well, let's first go to the charts. And, and what I love about the modality is it's so simple and it works at the subconscious. And that's uh, what my experience, that's where a lot of the blockages and, and the stagnant energies are located with people. And, and once I'm in the charts, I tune in, I use all of my other modalities and then I think, okay, Okay, we're working on this energy. We, for example, we are working on contracts or curses or negative uh, motivations mm -hmm. or soul qualities or some blocks at soul level, and and then I feel into it a little bit deeper, and then I combine it with all of my other things. But what I like about it is it's so precise, and you know, I've never had the feeling that it wasn't correct it's always correct and to the extent that i even you know before srt i i never used my pendulum a lot uh, yeah. i had i had a few but you know i always used muscle testing because i was so fast with it i used muscle testing but then yeah. i was looking at charts and i thought oh how am i go how am i going to go through the charts without something that points to it you know so i thought okay yep. <laughs> let's try the pendulum again and because we had uh, to do so much practice uh it really connected me to the pendulum work and now i use the pendulum so often that it's you know it's it, it keeps amazing me what you can do with a pendulum and uh, you know my daughter always i have this little ball and it has some like crystals and stones in it and I put all my pendulums in it so the crystals yep. will also the pendulums and charge the recharge the pendulums and sometimes my daughter just 
pulls the pendulum out on a chain and for the people that don't know what a pendulum is it's like this yeah it's like this weight on a chain and usually the 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 the, the weight the heavy thing is made of a, a crystal or a wood or but something but and it has a point so you can really point it uh, let it uh, swing and point it to a to a chart or a direction so then my daughter pulls them out and say well what is this are you really sure that this works i say yes it works and, and <laughs> you'll be surprised how well it works you know yeah and so so that's what i yep. loved about the uh, srt as well the the whole pendulum work that uh, that i got much better at because of the srt don't we have a funny story where you didn't have a pendulum but she wanted to inquire oh, oh, so yeah. you <laughs> used a tea bag <laughs> yeah, I know what you meant. It was I was uh, visiting our mutual friend Barbara in Slovenia, and Barbara she has a she has a very uh, a wonderful job in the financial field, but she also likes to do these kind of things like in the evening or in the weekends. So when I visited her, and it was in their summer house in in Split in Croatia, a beautiful location, uh, very close to the sea. And then uh, we always, after dinner, we would like make us some uh, herbal tea. And I especially tell that because Barbara picks her own herbs, dries them, and then makes her own tea of it. And it's really delicious. So we would make this wonderful, delicious, this, this you know, it was so, you could smell all the, the herbs and the flowers. We would, would make this lovely tea. And then we would like start clearing on each other's children on ourselves on family members and then at one time i was uh, i was working yeah i was no she was uh, doing the pendulum work well we were both doing it but her pendulum broke so the the crystal the stone came off the chain so i said well you know i'll try to fix that for you so i gave her my pendulum i said well you go ahead clear on your daughter and i'll try to fix the pendulum but you know you really have to have like a, a tool to do that so i thought well you know i'll do that later so i went up to the cabinet and i uh, took out a tea bag and then she was looking at me she says what are you doing i said well you know we only have one pendulum left so i'm going to use the tea bag because it's a thing on a thread with a thread yep. uh, attached to it so it will swing as well and she looked at me like she saw water burning and she said are you kidding me i said no i'm deadly serious so i started working with the tea bag and it did the same thing it went a little bit slower because it was lighter but it still could point yeah. to the things on the chart <laughs> so she was like oh yeah she 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 couldn't believe her eyes it was so funny yeah. But it's amazing that how resourceful you can be, like not having an actual pendulum, but an object that works like it. And there was another thing that you said that really sparked a thought for me is SRT going to the subconscious. And I was going to comment like with work and working on myself, the reason that I stepped into the energy healing space and and in getting with individuals in these different healing modalities is because with traditional therapy, I feel like they need to pry and you need to be able to express what it is that's affecting you. And the thing that I struggled with is I don't really know, like 
where this is coming from. And I think with me and uncovering someone that I had worked with, them going to the subconscious of things that I'm not even aware of is affecting me. And they could bring that up and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I could be like overwhelmed and, and in tears by it. And I'm like, I have no recollection of this or, you know, not knowing or going into past lives. Obviously, we're not going to remember, but the subconscious aspect of using the healing modalities, I think is so key because I think a lot of people go, why would I choose to do healing work with a healer versus traditional therapy? And that for me was the switching point. I don't know how you feel about that, but that was kind of like a changing point in my life on how I stepped into healing space versus traditional therapy. And I think traditional therapy is still a great thing. It's just another avenue of diving into your healing space that I found to be a lot quicker at uncovering things and moving me forward than having the conversation and just going based on things that I knew or could could think of, which I think there's aspects of that that are great too. But that for me was a, a changing point. I don't know if you have anything to add on to that, but I thought that was something to call out because I think some people are always wondering why, why would I do this over traditional therapy? And that was my reasoning for it. So... Yeah, I agree with you uh, completely. You know, there are two aspects that I think that are very important. The subconscious, it's the level that we are not aware of the blockages and, and the stagnation that is uh, residing there. And it can, it can have multiple causes, you know, it can be past life related, it can be like a childhood trauma, it can relate to the inner child work. But that doesn't matter because if you clear the energy from the subconscious, it will work through all of the other layers as well. And that's what I find is uh, why uh, energy healing is so beautiful and important. And I always see it uh, in addition to like traditional therapies or treatments. You know, I never say to my clients, don't go to a doctor. No, do go to, to yeah. a doctor. But do this as well, you know, because... You have to work on all the levels. You have to work holistic. And it's simple a matter of, of natural law that form follows energy. So if you clear away the energetic blockages and you clear away like the dense energy, the stagnant energy, the, the, the you know, or the, 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 the sticky, smelly energy that we all have in our system and, and you clear out the, the energetic channels and, and you clear out the, the, the most important energy points, then form follows energy. So your physical well-being will improve because your energy has improved. And most people yep. think it is the other way around. So they think, well, if I take care of my body, my energy level will improve. Well, of course, if you eat healthy, you feel more vital. You feel more vitalized. But that doesn't mean that if you eat healthy, that your main uh, energy points will be cleared. No, you have to do the energy work for that. And, you know, yeah. uh, as a human being, we, we are existing like in multiple forms. We have the, the physical body, but we also have our seven energy bodies. And each energy body brings something else to the whole picture. 
So for example, the emotional energy body, that's our second energy body, you know, that's where all our feelings and emotions reside. So if there's a lot of stagnant energy in that energy body, or there's a lot of unprocessed trauma, or there's a lot of karma, or you know, there are holes in the energy body or tears, yeah, then then at emotional level, you're not doing well. And that can manifest in all kinds of physical uh, complaints or diseases or discomforts. So that's why I think the energy work is so important because the most of the clients that, that I work with, basically they all say the same thing. They say, well, you know, I'm stuck with this issue or I'm stuck in my life or I'm stuck at this point. Help me to move forward again. Because that's what we yeah. all want, you know, we all want to, to move forward and nobody wants to, to, to be stuck in the mud. I agree with that. I, I still agree with that. And, and to your point, yes, I think it's very important to remind people that it is something that you can do along with going to your regular doctor visits and going to your therapist. Um, but another avenue to help work and navigate through that is incredibly essential. I know that you have been doing something that's been coming up a lot lately that hasn't been part of your practice and something that you've been doing in the past, and it's called heart reversals. And I wanted you to expand on that and talk about that a little bit, because I think it would be helpful for, for people to understand something new that you've uncovered that is affecting people and holding people back. So if you could. Yeah, sure. With pleasure. So yeah, this is very interesting because I also took years ago, I took a, a course and it was all about discovering uh, like our origin uh, at soul level. So uh, basically the question to what soul family or what soul families do you belong? And um, I, I also work with uh, these questions a lot when people have, have things that they can't move through. And they, they say, well, you know, I've, I've been doing everything I can, but help me to, to look, look at it from a different perspective. And so I was working with a client and I knew that her most dominant soul family was from Hadar. Hadar, that's H-A-D-A-R. And Hadar basically is the planet of love. So everything on that planet is governed by love. So all the beings that exist uh, on that planet, they, the, the only thing they know that is love. But, you know, just as here on planet Earth, in the whole universe, we are not having only light and love. We also have like darker energies. We have like darker beings. We have darker races. We, we all know the Star Wars movies, how, how that all interacts at higher levels. And, and so, I was looking into her energy and for people with a soul aspect from Hadar, it's very important for them to, to do something with the love that they have in them to express. And that can have various expressions, you know, that, that can have, can be all kinds of aspects that, that they want to bring through. But also what a lot of beings from Hadar experienced when they came to uh, incarnate on planet Earth, and uh, they were uh, on their way and they radiated all that love, they attracted beings that worked more for like surface to self instead of surface to others. So more for the dark than for the light. And those beautiful 
loving lights of Hader, they were kind of tricked into like protection contracts. So the other being would, would ask them, hey, uh, how are you doing? Where are you going? And the being from Hader would say, well, you know, I'm just uh, on my way to Earth to incarnate there and to bring through the love to planet Earth and to install that in the blueprint. And then those other beings would say, well, did you know that it's very dangerous on planet Earth? And then the being from Hader would say, no, I don't know that. And then the other being would say, well, you know, we have a solution for that. So if you give us part of your love or all of your love, then we will protect you down there. And then the being from Hader would think, you know, love is limitless. There's always enough. So sure, you can have my love. So they entered into these protection contracts. And then when they had their incarnation on Earth, well, two things happened. One is they woke up and they were like looking around them and said, what the heck is this place? There's a total absence of love. There's not enough love. So why did I give my love away? Because now I really need it, you know? So they, they were really freaked out. And the other thing was that part of the... Uh, of like the, because they were manipulated, you know, they were just energetically tricked into a protection contract. And part of the manipulation was like an energetic trick that their hearts were reversed. And I see that like as the energetic heart, so not the physical heart. So the hearts were reversed and like an iron, like a staff was uh, um, uh, put into the opening of the heart to prevent the heart from turning back to the front again. And what my clients experienced when when I when I told them that this this has happened, a lot of people said, "Oh, now I understand why I always end up with narcissistic relationships. Oh, now I understand why I have so I have had so much uh, trouble with receiving. Oh, now I understand that I keep trying to bring through what I feel that I have to bring through, but I never succeed." And it was amazing what happened with, with some of the, the people that I reversed the hearts for. I mean, you could literally see their hearts burst open. They started crying. They said, well, you know, this is the missing piece that I felt that was missing all of my life. They felt all of their, uh, their natural soul energy flow in. So it was really beautiful to see what happened when their, their hearts were reversed. And, uh, I think yeah. that's truly beautiful and so much powerful and impactful energetic healing that you're able to do having uncovered that because I think it's it's wonderful and what I've observed from yourself and my 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 abilities and those of us that are, are regularly connected is as we're doing this work we stumble upon something that we've not seen before that's being shown to us to work through and clear and resolve for others um and so i'm excited you've you've shown me so many different things and aspects of your work i'm going to go ahead and post your link into the description area of this podcast so people can connect and try to work with you directly so I'm excited to share that with my audience and those out there so that they have an opportunity to experience your beautiful, powerful healing work. But also knowing that Micah, three months down the road, a year down the road, she might have 
uh, a handful of other things that are, are shared with her that she can work on people. So I'm hopeful and excited um, about the future and, and what you've managed to do in the healing space already, Micah, and um, hope to have you on on a future episode where we can talk about some of the exciting stuff you're doing um, as you continue down your path and your healing journey. So was there anything else that you wanted to share before we signed off today? Well, I so love talking with you and, you know, it's always great to talk about our work and, and how we are able to help people. And what I always love that people usually think that it's like, you know, that energy work is scary or that it's, it's like very esoteric, but what I so appreciate in you as well is that um, we can make it as practical as we want and we can really get great results with that. And that's, and that's, that's what I love about the work that we do and the way you approach it and I, I approach it. So thank you for having me. It was a real pleasure and I'll be happy to, to join you at whatever moment in the future. I would love that. So I hope you enjoyed hearing and getting an essence of Micah and her work. She's truly a beautiful soul, someone I respect so much in the healing space and as a personal friend, and that we've we've managed to find this friendship on this journey. So if you feel inclined and interested, go ahead to her link, check out what she has available schedule a session with her. You would not be disappointed. I promise you that. And thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I hope you uh, join me on next week's episode of Every Little Bit Counts.